Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. Nintendo!
Nintendo Voice Chat for the week of May 8th, 2014. I am your host, Jose Otero, and this is IGN's Nintendo Podcast, where all are welcome, regardless of what platform <laughs> you play with. I like you're that you're really embracing this. Yeah, yeah, this is good. You're welcome. There you go. Uh, yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> to my right, Per Schneider. Hello. To my left, Brian Altano. <laughs> and returning favorite, Greg Miller. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? All right. I'm going to my Plaza Gate. We have so much stuff to talk about, Greg. <laughs> it's crazy. This morning, I finally did the thing I always think about doing, where I sat on the train for 15 minutes, just redeeming all my play tokens to get uh, puzzle pieces. Uh, finally, no puzzle pieces mm. Miller will have puzzle no, pieces still, for me. I'm still not going to have any you need. He guaranteed. Always, he always walks by going, like, no puzzle pieces. short <laughs> of having all whatever. Yeah, that's a lot. Start with, Kirby, start with Kirby Triple Deluxe and work backwards, and okay. you'll have things that I can then okay. come and okay. poach. That's helpful. Yeah. All right, cool. So let's start with news. Uh, should we start with the bad news or the good news? Bad news. Yeah, the bad news, news first. The smoke screen for the bad news. Bad news first. Okay, let's start with bad news first. So the bad news was that this morning, uh, Nintendo announced, uh, or basically a follow-up report to what we already knew, that Nintendo had a loss. Uh, basically, they announced the loss that we were expecting, and that lifetime 6.17 million Wii U consoles have been sold. Uh, so this is their third consecutive operating loss. Um, keep in mind, in that time, Sony has managed to ship, uh, what, PS4 shipped 7 million more, since yeah, their launch. Yeah, yeah, over so, 7 million. So more in one... Yeah, more sold slash shipped, because yep. we don't know the number, in less to, in way less of a time. Also, um, let's see... No, let, let's start with that. I mean, that, that's most of the context you need, I feel. Yeah. It's, this, is, this is bad news. It is bad news. It continues to be bad news. They're still suffering from having a really anemic li- lineup, especially on the Wii U, right? 3DS numbers weren't amazing, but much, much better than Wii U. I mean, you wouldn't, you wouldn't regular, regularly call three, the 3DS sales a, a, a failure. It's just that their business is not in the black right now. Wii U, though... You know, they took down their sales estimate to what, like two point eight million? Uh, yeah, it's it's down to no. That was you're thinking of when they announced in January. Actually, I believe this sales. Hang on, I'm gonna actually I thought bring it was this three. up. Previously, it was yeah, two point eight million. They sold two point seven, and now they sold an additional what three hundred something k. Yeah, right? So yeah. I'm gonna get That's it. great. So, yeah, their forecast for no. this fiscal year is three point one six million Wii U sales. Yep. For 3DS, they're expecting to sell 12 million. By the way, lifetime 3DS is sitting at 43.3 million. So clearly, they're making the money there. That's where the money's coming in. Yep. Mm-hmm. But Wii U continues to not sell, and part of that is what you just said. There is a huge drought between releases, at least between major releases, because mm-hmm. there are digital releases, there is virtual console, but those games are not big games. They don't get a lot of attention, unfortunately, because they're not big games. Sure. And what they did is this: so they took down their forecast, right? They mm-hmm. forecasted how many more. How many Wii's are they going to sell? Three in total. Yeah, rough. they're kind of a little over, which is which is really low. Yeah, right? it's lower than what they had, what they sold for GameCube in the first four years of that system's life. Yeah, it was closer to four million units. And yeah. I think I think that I mean I I personally think they they're lowballing it a little bit. I think they're gonna they're gonna sell more than three million units because they have Mario Kart coming out, biggest console franchise for Nintendo. They've got Super Smash Brothers coming out, one of the top three biggest console franchises, right? And yeah. then on the 3DS, they just announced Pokemon, right? Yep. So, like, I think they're lowballing it a little bit because they want to come go back to investors and saying, like, hey, we beat we beat our expectations, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's uh, you know it's going to be a challenge for them to make an announcement sure. like that. There's going to be a lot of shaken uh, investors shaken and with 
their confidence level slow that Nintendo right. is going to be in the black. Can it get any lower? <laughs> no, that's why. I, I, I don't want to be the cynic because we try to be as fair as possible on this podcast. But this has been a story for us that we've been seeing with Nintendo for, what, over six months now. Yeah. And it's unfortunate because, as Brian pointed out this morning when we were talking about this, the quality of the games has not dipped at all. No. Yeah. If anything, no. they've been delivering really solid, really strong games. But unfortunately, there's just not enough of them. Yeah, it's just they're... There's no frequency there, right? Like, if I buy a Wii U today, I have a backlog of about 7 to 10, like, pretty good games or really good games that, that I'll play. But I'll get through those, and then I'm, I'm looking at, like, the month-to-month of what is my investment getting me. And it's not, it's not really going very far. And I feel like um, this generation, I think, like, we're sort of starting to move away from the – own every platform sort of mind state that a lot of us had many years ago. I know uh, during the GameCube, PS2, Xbox era, like I had everything. Things were cheaper. It was easier to get your hands on well, games. They did different cheaper. things, I feel, whereas now you see at least Sony and Microsoft, it's a lot more the same between yeah, those two yeah. than ever before. So, but right now, I, st- I think even with their uh, with their Mario Kart bundle and everything, like it's hard to justify $330 for something that you don't know is really going to last you longer than the games you have already. I mean, they're... You say like, can it get any lower? I mean, can there, can their amount of like un, uh, uh, actually confirmed and announced games get any lower? I look That's at that release problem. date list and oh. it's it's miserable. Oh. Like, there's no reason to sign up for that. And I look back and I, I love NES remakes too, and Wind Waker, and all these other great games. But that's not enough. And is that a system seller? No, no. And I think that like their problem, and people are saying maybe they should announce a new system at a new console at E3. That's not their problem. No, that yeah. is not, not their problem. Anything. They could announce a hundred dollar console that has every Nintendo game in the world. It's not enough. That's going to solve a lot of problems. What are you talking about? That would be I'm, awesome. Yeah, It'd be, be great, awesome. But I don't think it's enough anymore. I yeah. think they, they need well, to they need they need to patch things up with everybody that they well, burn bridges with. I feel like they're in a very similar uh, situation as they were with the GameCube, right? Where the Wii U, the the advantage that they thought the Wii U had the extra gamepad has not come through as an advantage against the competing platforms and yeah. That's right. whereas with the Wii they could rightfully so tell the story that the Wii reaches a completely different audience right budget minded consumers families people who have not traditionally bought into gaming they had a really good thing that people wanted to play with the Wii U they don't have that advantage and so absolutely the Xbox One and PlayStation 4 are taking the dollars yep. away that would be spent on a Wii U it happened to a certain extent with the GameCube only that game GameCube was writing kind of like that new console excitement because it shipped at the same time, right? Mm-hmm. Like it came out as... Uh, it was also yeah. uh, equal, if not uh, greater than in power than um, its competitors. Some of its yeah. competitors were. And I don't think that power means everything all the time, but I think in some cases it's important. Well, when there's parity across cross-platform development, uh, it's extremely difficult for a company to say, we're going to make a version for a PS4, Xbox One, and then there's this thing with old specs that we had to think backwards to create mm-hmm. on. But um, even if it yeah, had been, uh, you know, it, it was, the GameCube was not as powerful as the original Xbox, right? But you put Rogue Squadron up there and everybody's going to say, man, that's like the best looking oh, yeah. console or, game or, I've or ever seen. Right? Well, look at Mario yeah. Kart 8, which we're going to yeah. talk about later, but that game looks amazing. Yeah, it looks really right. Yeah. It looks absolutely stunning. And that's running on what people consider like to consider last gen hardware which is well, maybe not entirely true. Well, back to just the problem with Nintendo and third parties. Yeah. The fact that it does. I mean I mean you know there's a reason Uncharted and Last of Us look the best on PlayStation 3. It's because yep. the people making those games are just making that game. Yep. People mm-hmm. making Mario Kart are just making yeah. that. Yeah. Call of Duties, right? When they would come to Wii, they'd be garbage piles that online didn't work and all those yeah. other problems because they have all these other SKUs to worry about that are going to sell way more and yeah. that's where you get into now that there's no 
there's no Band-Aid for the, the, the wound here. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. The, the only thing Nintendo has are first-party games. Yeah, yeah, and so that's where the only, you know, I, again, I think they are going to sell 3 million plus. I, I think they are going to beat expectations on this. Um, and I do think that they're steadily going to go back into the black, right? This is such a cyclical business. Like you, every year is slightly different, and having mm-hmm. these three consecutive years of losses is very unique for Nintendo, right? Like mm-hmm. I think they're going to come back. The only thing about this announcement that scares me is that there is no silver bullet, right? If they are, if if they had confidence that third parties would be on board with on board with big games. Come E3, they would have raised the expectations, uh-huh. yeah. right? And they would yeah. have said, oh, you know, EA is going to support us with 10 games. So clearly that is not happening, yeah. right? They're going to, to have to rely on their own franchises yeah. to get them out of the hole. No, that's, that's a good call. I think this might yeah. be the first Nintendo E3 in a while where we don't see that third-party reel. They have third-party reel with all the logos, and most of those things never Skylanders! come Skylanders! Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Skylanders um, will be there. Yeah, I mean, there might be like mm-hmm. some little thing with like one or two sympathy Ubisoft games and like, something like Skylanders or something like that. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, they're th- I've been saying this for years, but they they are and need to move out of this race in the traditional sense as fast as possible. Like they need to they need to keep reevaluating their their presence in this because every single time they go up against the other two guys, they just look terrible. And it's not a good look for them. And wow. their quality is so good that I don't think they need to be in that in well, that yeah, race. They're, they're what does that mean not... to you? Because like right now, I, I feel like they are totally out of the race. They don't. They're mm-hmm. going to keep making first party games, and that's all they need. They're not yeah. worried about the lack of third party. But so those they... first party games aren't going to sell their system. That's the that's the yeah. reality. I mean, so that's yeah. what I'm saying though. I don't understand what the other option is. I feel like they're do they're playing that hand right now. We're going to march to our own beat. Mm-hmm. We're lowering expectations. This. I mean, I mean, if, I think, it's all expectation based. If, right? if they're sitting on as much money as they're sitting on, I think one of the things that could help at least is talk to third parties, offer co-development, offer. I don't know. It's really hard to talk about game business because we don't know how much money goes into sure. this from publisher side, right? Yeah. But work out agreements where, okay, it's very unique to Nintendo, but you're getting software on your platform, and it's not Mass Effect 3, and it's not games people played a year ago, because yeah, ultimately, that was a really weak part of their launch, and but, it was unfortunate. But they are. I mean, think about the the you know the Zelda level in Sonic, right? There are these kind of crossover discussions going on. I guess I meant it. And I think they ones. have, I think they just have... A handful of publishers that are still close allies that are mostly Japanese, right? Yeah. And they but have that... not been able to convince an EA, for example, that their consoles, that their platforms sure. are viable. And, no, but, but they do this yeah. thing every couple of years, which is like this really sort of like desperate grab to go, hey, let's put... Uh, this this character in this basketball game, and like let's let's how about the Wii version of this has an exclusive this. Like they have these little things, but no, Nintendo fans don't want them. Like that's the problem here. Like mm-hmm. Nintendo fans do not buy third party games even when there is a great lineup of them available. Right. They just don't. So like that. I mean, like the calls coming from inside the building, right? Like, it, like that has to happen internally with their fans as much as it has to happen externally with their developers. Yeah. That, yeah. that said, Bravely Default is an example of a game that people did go out and buy, sure. right? Sure. So, did. Yeah. which is, yeah. I would have never expected that because it it just looked too too niche to even be a big player, and it is now a big player, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if 
if there are, it's just the right pl- the right but, titles on the right platforms, sure, and but, we're not seeing that a lot from third parties. But right? Western development matters a lot, at least these days, right? Last generation, it was like the West became like the core developer for the most part, mm-hmm. right? Where most games that were made in the West were selling really well globally, versus it's been the opposite for years, right? Where Japan was leading in that space, mm-hmm. so, you know, like Street <laughs> Fighter. I mean, Nintendo's Nintendo's wow. list of of uh, Western developers is very small. We're talking yeah. about companies like Next Level. A company like Retro, which they own, yeah. a company like Monster Game, which does smaller projects for them. I think they did Excite Trunk, and they also yeah, worked good. on Donkey Kong. But they need to go bigger than that. They need mm-hmm. to convince other companies to come on board um, while I, they're in the middle my, of all here's these my projects. Problem with it. We, I don't think they do. I think th- I, I feel like you don't n- think they need to. No, I feel like right now Nintendo is in a weird spot of not having a, a direct message of who they are and who they're aiming for. I think right now we're saying don't compete with Sony and Xbox, which they pretty much already don't. I don't think they do, but I think there's still a mindset maybe for them that they do and they need yeah. to, right? Like, if they yeah. just pulled an Atlas or if they you – know, an NIS, right, and scaled back their expectations, made their hardware sell – or um, built their hardware for a place where there was a profit margin and then just said that's what we're doing and you're going to get Zelda and you're going to get yeah. Mario and you're going to get Mario sure. and do this. That's all it would need to be. See, I own my Wii yeah. and my DS4 exclusives. Yeah. And so yep. when they sit there gathering dust, I don't but care. But I, I guess that's yep. what I should have clarified with when I said – say entice western developers get exclusive games from those developers stuff that no one else has and it mm-hmm. doesn't have to look like everyone mm-hmm. else's the other day someone showed me zombie u which was a really great ambitious wii u launch title nope. at least that it took advantage of the game pack. It's it's not it. a great not really great not, not really great but it was ambitious enough that it tried to do everything it it's could cool. with the game pad right. and it, it had, and, had great and, ideas it had, it had great, great ideas, ideas. Yeah. But when I when that when it was turned on for me, I looked at it, and the first thing that came across my mind is this looks like every other game that came out on 360 and PS3 at the time. Why would I care about this as mm-hmm. much? And that's a problem for them. They need to get around that. They need to have that unique stable of software that only Nintendo will have, and well, not the other two. The game looked like a 360 game because it was on par with what a 360 game looks like. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying that's bad, but I'm not. I'm just saying that's sure. But not I mean, it's not I part of this arms from... race that everybody else is interested in right now. Like when we see Uncharted 4, it's going to blow us out of the water because sure. we've never seen anything. It looks like mm-hmm. it. We don't get that from Nintendo. Yes, granted, Mario Kart 8 looks we amazing. Did the, yeah, with, Nintendo, with, but, with Mario Kart we did. But I, I agree with what Greg's saying. Like, I think this $350, $400 set top box thing is it's not working. It will mm. never work. Uh, people will never walk into a store and say, I need that over that, and I'm going to miss out on all the games over there on PS4 and Xbox One sure. in favor of this. Yeah. They need this, like... $200 machine that yep. they figure yep. out this is where how we want our games to look we're capping them off at this and the, like Mario Kart 8 looks fantastic stop there yeah, I don't know if I need je- Mario's jeans to look I don't know if his mustache needs to wiggle any more than it does now <laughs> like you're great you're done stop dumping resources into fighting in an arms race you can't afford to compete in especially if you can't bring in third parties yeah. to align yourself with but them. still bring in really high quality software Make at the it, risk yeah, of doing $200 it a Nintendo box with high quality software that has your Marios and Zeldas I'll play it when I want to play it and for everything else I'll play my other things shrink yeah. it down to the size of yep. the PlayStation TV yep. pack, ditch the tablet controller and pack in a Wii Pro controller yep. wireless or whatever and yep. that's what it is and then it's $200 and you get all or make the, the gamepad smaller I mean because I know they ref- they they refuse to just get into the software business that's fine don't, yeah, wrong, don't do that you yeah. are a software company to me i love your software i don't like uh, well ds i like but you know and the, yeah. the wii u i don't like the hardware right so do it change it make it cheap get it out to people and there you go you're fine yeah, yeah. i think that, i mean the wii u hardware i was talking about this with my daughter yesterday i think the wii u <laughs> hardware is powerful enough right like i've i never said this about the wii the wii was underpowered oh, compared yeah. to what yeah. was in the market you show somebody who plays xbox one or ps4 mario kart they're gonna go like ah oh, this looks really good and i asked my daughter i'm like hey does this look better than 
and Wii, and she's like, you know me, I didn't really care about the graphics on Wii, right? Like, I couldn't graphics. really tell the difference. She, like, admits it, yeah. she says yeah, it, yeah, but yeah. she's like, but man, the, the roads in this look so good, you can see every little yeah. brick. I'm like, aha, so you do notice, right? See, like, that step up, they all notice. I remember getting a Wii and hooking it up and going, oh. Yeah. It's, well, my component cables are coming in a few days. I hope that'll work. And I hooked those up, and I was like, oh. The standard yeah. def was, was yeah, painful. Yeah, and it was, yeah. it was a deal breaker for me. But sure. my Wii U, like, the interface is clean. It's great. It's got surround sound. It's got, like, you know, the Wind Waker and the Marios and stuff like that. They all look great. They're clean mm-hmm. enough. They're perfect for me. They look good. Um, it, I don't feel like I'm taking a step back in time when I turn the system on to play something. Yeah. Um, and you get games, like, certainly indie games. I mean, it's not like you play Octodad on PS4 and you're like, oh, the graphics, oh. right? Yeah, no, but, <laughs> But you, um, uh, same with Child of Light. Like you can play the Wii U version; and it looks great, right, yeah. compared to the other. So yeah. I think that that advantage is not really that pronounced, especially when you go into the family market. Where I think again, Mario Kart is gonna sell on, based on the fact that it's a safe game that people with kids can just yeah. enjoy yeah. at home. And so, I think uh, I think that like it's a uh, he, he wants to talk. No, about no, Mario no, Kart. no, no. I just no, want to say. I just want to say. God something. forbid we talk on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we we we, we talk we talk a lot about uh, uh, the uh, the middle tier. Here, here at IGN about how it's sort of fallen out in the last few years um, and the middle tier was like you, you know your THQs and stuff like You're that they are also rands right mm-hmm. so uh, we have the top shelf which is what Nintendo's still making right all the time with, with stuff like uh, Mario Kart 8 and mm-hmm. Mario Golf and stuff like that and then we have the indies right and they have a plat- if they have a platform that can support all of that and we're not so worried about the middle as much anymore, then they can afford to scale down their system, say, you know what, third parties, sorry, we tried. There's room for you here in case this shit blows up and we can bring you back in. But in the meantime, we got this on our own. I think there's room for them to put out that $200 set-top box. Yeah, yeah 100%. Make it, okay. you know. All right, just to wrap this uh, this segment up then. <laughs> really quick, yeah. yes, it is it actually, is. and it's selling pretty Figure well. Figure out how to do that. Yeah. Their next system needs to be one, the one system. It yeah. unifies everything. Yeah. Beam it to the bo- you know your other box. And your yep. I have so many thoughts on that, but we're, we cannot uh, unfortunately continue. Uh, just to move on. Just uh, lastly, so they basically hope to post an operating profit next year of forty billion, which is three hundred and ninety-four million dollars U.S. dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see. Also, side note. Uh, according to this morning's information, the 2DS, which is the cheapest version of the 3DS you can buy, sold 2.2 million units since mm-hmm. it's been introduced to the market, which, I don't know, it's not bad. That's okay. kind of surprising. Yeah, it's okay, yeah. considering you know it's only available in, uh, what, U.S. and Europe. Mm-hmm. They don't have it in Japan, apparently. Mm. All right. Anyway, so uh, on to the good news then. Thank you for staying with us. <laughs> um, Pokemon Omega Ruby and Alpha Alpha Sapphire was announced this morning. It's coming love, out in November I love these names, by 2014. The way. Omega Alpha, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're getting it all. Um, so it's coming out in November 2014. Surprise announcement. I, not to be cynical, sort of a smokescreen to take away some attention from whatever this morning's you know this sure, morning's announcement sure, was yeah, about the this, low financial stuff. This for was sure. this was an E3 present. Yeah, early. you should have had this at E3 and yeah. instead you're dropping <laughs> yeah. it today for yeah. that. It reason. was it was well timed. It's like oh no, our city is on fire and there's fireworks. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Nothing to see. Yeah, yeah, nothing to see here. Okay, yeah. but this is a, this is a good idea, right? I mean, Pokemon X, which was released on October 12th last year, sold four million copies in two days. All right, to date, it has sold 12 million. Yeah, it's not bad. That is not bad at it's all. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. look, I mean, That's the Pokemon okay. games are just going to continue to sell. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I, I I like the concept of revisiting games, especially, you know, Pokemon just feels like this game franchise where 
you just kind of want to keep on playing and try trading Pokemon. So bringing back an older game is not really that bad of a thing, right? Especially because it's not like you're playing these games. You're like, I can't believe what happened in the story. Let, let me tell you, right? <laughs> sure. Super forgettable. Yeah. It's all and about so the creatures, man. I, and I, I think it's actually it will be really, really positively received by fans. Yeah. So, yeah. It's a good good yeah. idea. People have wanted it. Uh, Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire originally launched on the Game Boy Advance in 2003. Lifetime, they sold 16.22 million. That's those two games. Um, and just looking at the others, I mean, we had a remake of Heart Gold and Soul Silver, which was amazing. Yeah. A couple of years ago, and that sold 12.67 million units to date. So we'll see. That's All right. Good. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, Greg Miller is going to lead us off and hey. talk about Mario Kart 8. Oh, okay. Mario Kart. And we're back. And what did Greg, you just insert? What did you just put? Oh, we'll put music. That's what we always put. Okay. Yeah. Good music. Um, so and after the right, this great the music, to it? do you have the rights to the music? Next question, please. Huh. Right. <laughs> it's an entire concert. It's like a five-hour-long yeah. concert. That's what we do. Video games live. At Nintendo Voice Chat. <laughs> uh, but also part of Nintendo Voice Chat. So we had you here in April yeah. um, when we were talking about Mario Kart 8 and our impressions. And right. unfortunately, you didn't get to play. So yeah, you, you kind of played the... Yeah, you well, you know, you had to plan your little days off. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, call, calling it straight. But um, you've had a chance. To, actually, everyone here has had a chance to play, but you've had a chance to play now. So let me ask you... Yeah. Has it lived up to the hype so far? Is the embargo up? Can we talk about whatever? We can talk about whatever for now. You just really? can't review just it. You can't score it. Don't put a score, score on, it. on it. Okay. Let's talk about Mario Kart 8 so yeah, far. Yeah, it lives up to the hype. Okay. It's awesome. Why? Yeah. It's so much fun to play. It's amazing to play. It's a lot it's, more it's, fun to play with people. Right. Well, yeah. that was the thing. I threw a party on Saturday and had people over, and we sat there and everybody passed the controllers and did their thing. We were unlocking stuff nonstop. I love the fact that like you play with these other people, their coins go into the community coin yep. pot, so you're unlocking things way quicker than you yeah. were if you were doing it by yourself. On 3DS, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Uh, and I mean, it's just fun. It's more Mario Kart, right? That, that's yeah. that's the you get into it and it immediately feels familiar but different. Uh, yeah. Trying to learn all the shortcuts again, seeing sure. how beautiful mm-hmm. it is. I'm actually, I mean, I'm actually surprised how diverse the vehicle setups are. Like yep. you, you yeah. play a heavy cart versus a motorbike, it feels really different. That like, that, that, that that for me is uh, that's the one thing when people jump on. That's like yeah. the intimidation factor of like, what is oh, all God. this? And then they spend five minutes going through trying to figure it out. Yeah, and yeah. Then, and then like the, the moment like I was playing and my girlfriend was playing and she was like, "Well, build me a cart like yours." So I built her the exact same cart and the stats were all different. And How I was like, cute. "What?" And I was like, "Oh wait, crap! Right, you're a, you're a heavy or you're something or yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You go through and do all that." It's, yeah. It's crazy the amount of customization you put into that. They did aspect. a nice nice job, but you can really screw yourself up too. Like if you're used to racing a certain <laughs> cart, yesterday I switched playing with family. I switched to one of the one of the heavy guys and I'm like skidding way too oh, far yeah, around yeah. corners. I'm like, God, right, like right, I'm coming yeah. in like eighth and ninth. I, and I like that yeah. too, because it feels like that's as like as close as you can get to the sort of like crazy Gran Turismo customization yeah. stuff. Sure. But brought down to like a cartoonish Mario Kart level, yeah. which I really enjoy. Like even um, I feel like just at, at its ba- most basic, it's the best 
controlling Mario Kart I've played. Hundred percent, like, yeah, hundred twenty percent, yeah. Like especially like when you unlock the different things. Right? Yeah. When I fi- when we got the Wiggler Kart uh, unlocked or whatever, and I saw the handling jump up, and I'm you know drifting is like my thing. Yeah, and getting in uh-huh. there and just it's the like, best part of the game, swinging it and being like, I was like, this is what I've been waiting. Yeah, because there's so yeah. many other vehicles I was trying with, and I'm in the grass or I'm uh-huh. in the dirt, yep. I slammed a wall, and it's like I've got, it's like every porridge. This one's too hot. This one's yeah. this yeah. one yeah. is yep. fucking yeah. perfect. Yeah, the Wiggler. Yes, give me the Wiggler. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to use the. So then I had to be like all like. Elitist when I went to play on Sam's unit the other day. I'm like, uh, oh, you know, the no Wiggler. wiggler? <laughs> oh. Yeah, uh, that actually, the Wiggler was also for me the card that immediately, like, I just I connected with it. And I was like, okay, this is the one I want to use most of the time, but I'm going to experiment and play yeah. around with ones. The other thing that I really like about this game is that it feels w- way better balanced than w- the, w- the nightmare that was Mario Kart. Wii. Oh my God. Yeah. That game on 150cc yeah. just right. was out for blood. Like, it did not like you, it did yeah. not like anything about your friends, and it was out to get you. Whereas this one, you do get dogpiled sometimes, yeah. I will admit yeah. it. Yeah. But you also take a risk where, because you can't pocket an extra item, if you have something like a green shell and you're in second place, you have to really ask yourself, am I going to take first place by a drift and try and get in front of him yeah. on a shortcut, or am I going to hang on to this, or am I going to shoot this thing at him, or am I going to play defense with this mm-hmm. thing? Because that'll make sure you stay in second play, place versus the quick decision to just throw it. Yeah, It was a good change. Yeah, yeah, I, I, think I, think it was I was really, really worried about that one, yeah. right? Because I really liked holding on to a shell of a banana and then getting a new item, right. but it really makes it much more of a balanced game. It's and moment to moment. Yeah. 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 And then Absolutely. the item customization feature that you can say bananas only and shells only right. and, and no items. Or no coins even. That really opened up the, the game. We played online and we turned off items and mm-hmm. suddenly it becomes super technical. You know, yeah. we're, we're doing a three-player online race. By the way, no lag. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Here. Like, I want to really see it with more players. Yeah, we still. need more players to play with for sure. But it was uh, it was silky smooth, um, just us playing. So it was two Wii's, right? Like well, you, so, yeah, you, you I and had your a friend, friend were over. On the same we were one. both online because you can bring up to two people online to play so we'll play split screens yeah. and mm-hmm. it's still running 60 frames and uh, we were playing with Pear and uh, this week Greg and I played with some other folks too yeah, it was actually a game of five I, yeah but I think one of them was split screen as well yeah so it was and, was and they were in LA and we were up in San Francisco and, and again no lag yeah, no I problems really, I, was amazed, I think we yeah. had one drop session at yeah. that and same thing happened with us yeah. um, where we had like a when there like an impromptu like timeout yeah. or something yeah, yeah. I'm not mm-hmm. sure yeah, I mean, um, my only my only thing is I don't I, and this I, it makes me sound like a very old man, and I know that ahead of time. I'll let you know. But your with, birthday just passed. With Mario Golf having come out right on top of it, right, which is a skill based game. Like it's it's hard to take this step into Mario Kart where it's like I'm really good at Mario. We're all really good yeah, at Mario yeah. Kart. But then there are those times where you're neck and neck with somebody. Yep. You get hit with a red shell, another red shell. You get going, you get hit with a and then you're in fifth place and you are fucked. Yeah. You are not getting yeah. out of that. Yeah. There's yeah. No, no. You are now in the middle of the pack, and it's like I, I was saying this. Uh, the other day, but uh, but that's why item mo- no item mode is so sure. great. Well, you yeah, don't have I know, that. But yeah. I, I, just, I, I gotta I gotta play with everything on. That's just the way I am. Try um, try it. I w- I would never say I will only play uh, play items off because sure. you are not screaming as much as turn you do. off no <laughs> turn off no items and play retro courses and pair is just out. Oh really? Oh, I, I smoked <laughs> those guys. Yeah, he knows the layout. Well, the, 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 race, the fifth but. place <laughs> thing, right? I, I was I was talking about this the other day about how Mario Kart's got this very distinct class system where you when you're like. When you're rich, you're in first or second, right? Yeah, it's George? Like, you, no, you, you have <laughs> He's got a whole communist island. Look at his yeah. shirt. When you have He's, the whole... This oh, is wow. an audio yeah. show for most people. Uh, <laughs> a, a very military green shirt. He looks um, like Castro. 
Minus the I'm hat. about to be cash on <laughs> Take out the When you're in first or second place, you're rich. You're like in the head of the pack. You have you don't have a lot of problems to deal with. Yeah. But when you're in eighth, you're poor. You're only getting like free handouts. You're not ever seeing all the Pretty action up items, there. Though. But when you're in the middle class, uh-huh. when you're in like fourth to seventh, yep. it's a fucking war. <laughs> hey, you're five and like, six. Here's three mushrooms. Damn it, I need something else. Here's three mushrooms. Here's three mushrooms. Fuck off with the three <laughs> mushrooms. You get, you get three things behind you. That, like Dudes are coming behind you with the, tor- the bullet bills, yeah, yeah, two yeah. stars, and then there's ahead of you, there's like 15 dudes you gotta take out with red shells, but you're constantly going fifth, sixth, seventh. Seventh, fourth, fifth, yeah, five, yeah, fourth, yeah. sixth, yeah. and bouncing back and forth, up and down. Sure. Um, so it's about getting out of those... Getting out of that spot and getting into either being like, I'm the worst at this game, or like, I have to be in the top three to be at the head of the right. pack. Yeah. And I think it really works that you always almost feel like there's a way that you can maneuver out of like even the worst situations. Unless you're like, you've wiped out so bad that there's no coming back. But yeah. it, the way it's balanced now, and I don't, that's not even like rubber band AI that we've seen so many no, times before. No, it's not that bad. But it really feels skill-based this time around. The other thing I wanted to point out is every single time we see the track listing, and they've done this with the last few Mario Karts now, is we see the new courses and they're all fantastic and we're so excited. Mount but then Mario, there's like, man. <coughs> Mount Mario's awesome. But then they show us the old ones and I'm like, ah, oh, I'm going back to Moo Moo Farm or whatever. Moo Moo Meadows, yeah. yeah this time around, they they're made good. those courses incredible. Like Mario revisiting Stadium, them, no joke. Revisiting yeah. them, there's a perfect balance of like the new Zero G stuff they added uh, with the new controls, they feel better. They made them look gorgeous. Like even, um, there's one of the levels, I think it's from the DS one or the 3DS one, where uh, it's all like underground in World 1 2 from Mario. Oh, the Piranha. Yeah, yeah. I forgot it's the name Piranha of it. It's Piranha Pipe Factory. Yeah. Uh-huh. And on the, on, I believe it's on the DS or the 3DS. It looked, you know, very blocky and very hideous. They redid the entire entrance, yeah. uh, entranceway for it. Like, they added all the They coin redid stuff the final and, stretch. You come out of a pipe underneath the whole archway that you fly through yeah, and you go yeah. through, and then the turn that you have to navigate next is really easy and to it's, hit. And if as well. nobody told you those were retro tracks, you wouldn't know. Yeah, like, never the, for the no. first time, they really feel up to snuff and yep. not limited they've got like complex architecture like Moo Moo Meadows has all these cows walking around yeah. I and mean, it's just so much more going on like really cool yeah. cranking back and forth as they <laughs> walk across the yeah. road I mean yeah. that's such a tiny detail yeah. you don't even need yeah. Yeah. I like that there. you can you can mess, with, mess up those cows too by the way like, yeah, you hit can. Them and then the hit desert super horn too yeah, yeah the super horn they fly <laughs> oh do they I didn't, I didn't try that son, that's how you do it's it really in the desert level you can see the you can see the pirate ship in the background like there's just like so much stuff that when you're playing it, you don't actually see it. Like yeah. when you watch somebody, you're like, oh my God, I didn't know that was there. Yeah, I'm also yeah, no. noticing more than ever that I'm avoiding red shells in some case. Like you get that little warning that, oh, yeah. 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 and then you'll make a turn or get around an object or something, yeah. or it'll hit someone else, and you're just like, thank God. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like in the other games, the minute you got that warning, you were done. You yeah. were gonna I feel get like hit they, and they it was brought over the you. red shells down a little bit, and they brought the green shells up a little bit. Like green shells now, you're just like, Oh shit! Yeah, they really <laughs> scary. Where is this yep. going? And then the blue yeah. shells, obviously. Um, I feel like there's less of a chance. There was some Mario Karts where they would knock out a couple people <laughs> on the way to one. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, it, yeah. it will. It still happens. It still so, happens. Yeah, it, I feel like that doesn't happen as much. But with the Super Horn now, happens I've to actually, me. Really? <laughs> yeah. I've actually used it. I yeah. a couple times. I'm at that finish line, and Mario Kart gives you a star for when you get. Uh, first place on every single course. And the same thing happens where you're like, you're racing through and you're at the end and, you know, uh, Toad at the last seconds, like, you know, I'm going to take him out. Yeah. 
And I'm there with the super horn. I take out the blue shot the last second. I cross the finish line, and it's exhilarating. Like yeah, you, you and your friends are in your house. You're cheering. Like it's so great. I love it when the, the the blue shot comes up by and it's about to drop, and you hit that thing, and you just yeah, tumble. Yes. I haven't been able to do that Finally yet. Free. I've, I've, I've never had that. It, item, yeah, I've yeah. only done it once, and I'm very disappointed yeah. because I just I have the, ho- the super horn a bunch of times. Like go ahead, come on, yeah. <laughs> and it never comes. And then I'm there's like, that moment of like, do I use it? Like something like somebody will be nudging up on you. Do I use it? Do I save it? Yeah, no. There's a lot of Reward, and sure. then good shortcuts, you know, they you still have the stuff like in, in Bowser's Castle where you need a mushroom to go over like yep. a dirt patch, yep, and yep, there's yep. like the downhill one has that arc you can go through, right? Like they, it, it gives you a little hint that there is something that you should try out. Um, a bunch of shortcuts rely on you having a mushroom, though. And skill, and a lot more skill than normal. There's one on Cloudtop Cruise that are just two leaves just kind of hanging out. Oh, yeah, I saw saw that. If you miss that jump, goodbye. Like, you are not holding on to first place. I love that straightaway stretch in DK Jungle, where you come, when you take the long curve, or Mm -hmm. you take the one curve. Oh, the short one, the hop? Yeah, you you get on it, and if you've drifted just perfectly, you land, and go. And for the longest time, I was like, I'm avoiding that. And then you started playing at 100 and 150 CC, and all the AI guys are like, we're taking that one. You see them shoot out right at the finish. Line. Yeah, so you yeah, have to yeah, learn yeah, that that, yeah. that technique. It's and then, crazy. Ladies and gentlemen, Rainbow. Oh my god, Rainbow Road. Which, which Rainbow, Rainbow Road? Road. N64 is a rush. And one of them is mm-hmm. from N64, which is my one of my favorite Mario Kart levels of yeah. all time. Hey, has anyone tested if you can do the thing where you jump off the side? Uh, oh no, I don't think we have. You know that, right? What, on, on the N64 Mario the Kart Rainbow Road, you hop off a side at the very beginning and you basically end up like 60 miles down the track. I haven't tried. I bet yeah. they fixed that. But yeah, you can definitely to. fall off and land on another piece of the track. Oh, really? Like, that happened new to Rainbow me. Yeah, Road on the that new happened. One. The one yeah. with the satellite thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Around, yeah. But uh, uh, both Rainbow Road tracks are great. Yeah. yeah. Really fun. Mm-hmm. Look awesome. They didn't do the... Like, they... they they put fences where fences are necessary, yeah. but they left them off just to piss you off in other areas. And yeah, I like, fall off a lot less. It becomes learning that new Rainbow Road. <laughs> yeah, but it becomes it's a real rush. Like it is tense when you're racing that track. Mm-hmm. And then the addition of the spinners is really cool. Too. Yeah, you yeah. know those little spinners. Yep. Yeah, they're spinning, they spin it. No, what so, spinners? <laughs> so it has no like when you first start playing the game, you you think you know mushrooms are the only way to boost, but then you get the bumping into people in zero g. You get the spinners. Yeah. you get the doing a hop while. Uh, off a ramp, right? Oh, to it. get all okay, that extra, jump, yeah. the going, the drafting behind somebody and getting that little turbo. That's boost. dangerous. Yeah, yeah. There's so many oh, yeah. different ways. Mm-hmm. Now. But it's, I like that too. The uh, the zero g bump boost thing. Yeah, um, it's, it's the both. opposite of how your brain thinks. I, mm-hmm. When I when I play as somebody smaller, like if you go in and you play as somebody like Baby Mario, you can't touch anybody without them smacking you off the road. Like yeah, if you touch right. Bowser, you're gone. But you get in zero G and you start training yourself. I got to bump into everything. Yeah, yeah. No, but people are gonna people are gonna get good enough that in team mode they're actually gonna work together on yeah. that stuff. Yeah, you know, yeah. like it's like yeah. NASCAR. They're gonna draft <laughs> yeah, and yeah. draft and uh, and drift and all yeah. that. Talking so, of the anti grab yeah. too. Like, have you ever been in a situation where you're bumping off of like two or three things at once? It mm-hmm. is just visually you're like thrown off because you yep. just can't believe you're doing a flip you're in the middle of a jump and then you're spinning and all this crazy stuff is happening yeah so really oh no go ahead. no Sorry. i just wanted to say uh <clears throat> just kind of anecdotally I, if there's more if there are listeners out there that were like me they were kind of on the fence about how much fun this would be in multiplayer with somebody like a significant other that does not play games like mm-hmm. this my fiance had never played a mario kart game before jumped in and within you know a couple hours was you know power boosting on every turn and figuring out all the items and stuff like that. I think this is like, 
one of the more accessible ones they've made. And I think it's not even so much as like the Wii one was a lot of like waggling and jumping and all that stuff. They refined that. They took all that kind of stuff out. Like yeah. they still have hops, but they're not motion based. Mm-hmm. So and um, you can do you can do the the tilt based steering yeah, tilt and all that. Like to. you can turn so, all that on if you want. Yeah. So mm-hmm. but yeah. so many options. I mean, I would if you're on the fence, you don't have a Wii U. This I think is the game to get the Wii U with. Yeah. I I just think yeah. it's really really. We haven't Solid. told people about battle mode yet, though. Okay, there's also, that one too thing. Too many babies. Too many babies. Too many, babies. Too many like babies the, the in the roster. Six baby Koopas. Get out of here, no, Koopa I kids. Like, I like the Koopa kids. <laughs> that's I, stupid. I you're stupid. Like, that's no, dumb. No, yeah, I it think is not dumb. When you unlock the, the Koopa fifth kids, one in a row, you're like, all right, come that's enough. On. I've been in a situation. I saw Fran pick Ludwin von Koopa because of the hair. Oh, that's yeah. amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Well, good luck with that fat yeah. ass going on the track. <laughs> yeah, he's really <laughs> heavy. That dude. Okay, but yeah. no, but well, no, I put a dry bones no, in like there. Baby Peach, Baby Mario, Baby Luigi. Like I, I could do without those. I'm with you on bring back like stuff like dry bones. I'm with. Uh, I would love to see characters like from some of the offshoot series, either uh, Paper Mario or even uh, the other Mario RPG yeah, series. Like sure. maybe bring back. Uh, bring back Diddy. Bring back or Rob. something. But- Nobody wants cranky. Uh, awesome. But come on, it has a it has a really big roster of characters. Like I'm never, I'm not playing it going like, oh, I wish there were more. There's like so I feel like there's. You feels like there's a lot life. of duplicates. That's why the babies. All the Koopalings feel like duplicates, and then yeah, the fact that it's like Rosalina and baby Rosalina and yeah. Peach and baby Peach and, and Daisy Pink Gold Peach. Yeah. Oh, I did. My right. fa- my favorite part is uh, I still have my Ice Cube me that I made like ten years ago. Ice Cube, yeah, is the, on your... the rapper. Oh, nice. No, so I don't know. I thought it was a big block of ice. No, no, no. Ice cube. <laughs> <laughs> so every now and then I'll switch over to my me character and I'll pick Ice Cube and he just does drive-bys the yeah. whole time. It's amazing. I do that with wow. Reggie. Yeah. I have a Reggie me. That's yeah, fun. That's fun. So yeah, not to be the stick in the mud, but yeah, battle, battle mode is wrecked. Battle, battle mode is ruined. Bummer. Battle yeah. mode's a big bummer. And you know what? The, and for people who don't know, the reason is... Well, the battle mode arenas are gone, and yeah. you're bas- basically battling on the tracks. Yeah. That's it. And yeah. so there's a lot of driving. When you're playing with two people, the arena, the, the arenas, the tracks are way too big. Mm-hmm. You're looking hit. for each other. You no longer yeah. have an on-screen radar that you can turn on and yeah. off. It is on the gamepad. And so when you're playing split screen, you kind of everybody has to yeah, look at that. It, like it's yeah. it's just not. It feels like an afterthought that wasn't finished. And it bums battle me out mode, because battle mode know, has been an afterthought for a couple of games now that no, wasn't okay, finished. Yeah. Just, just no, okay. Since know, N64. Since yeah. SEC4, I'll agree with you. So, yeah. I mean, the ingredients are there. Like, it's the best-looking <laughs> Mario Kart. It's the best sounding. It's the best controlling. It's, mm-hmm. the, it's the most fun Mario Kart I've played in years. For sure. Everything is there for the infrastructure to just drop me into an arena and let me... That's why I don't get. Hit like, my friends. It couldn't but have they, been that hard to just redo the arena. Right. So instead they give you these big giant like looping, you know, this big long... Fi- like, to- Toad's Turnpike is one of the levels that you're uh-huh. on. And you're like... There's Where no, is where is everybody? Yeah. There's no map. There's a hundred cars going around. Like I was playing multiplayer and I saw that like somebody had just parked on the wall. Yeah. Because you can do that in yeah. zero G. You can just drive them on the wall and stay there. And I'm like, I, how am I supposed to even look for that dude? <laughs> yeah. So like, uh, fly in the what it reminds me a lot yeah. of is Superman 64 multiplayer. Yeah. That's what we would do. The environments were so huge that I would go hide and let my friends kill each other. And then mm. I'm wait. amazed you can even remember what that was like. Oh, Superman 64 was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> We jumped in there and did it in the park on a track that looked at you know innocuous but, and then yeah, left them but it does have some fun moments, right? I mean, we, we were playing. Uh, you were you and Gabriel were jousting we at each still other had fun. with like he was okay. Now, so what I'm saying though is the exact same thing for Superman Returns. No, no, no. no. Superman the but, video but, game. It sucked, there was but, but some some fun. Yeah. We made our own fun. There was it. some fun with it. No, but when we play it, it basically yeah, that's becomes how people describe the depression. No, but no, they didn't. Hold on. It basically becomes like a race, but you have the limiter of the of the balloons, right? Like you get hit a couple of times. 
and then you out, and then you become a ghost, and you can be a jackass. Mm -hmm. But I can imagine it might be fun when you have more people playing. But with three, it's like a mode we – I feel like I'm just going to go back to racing. Racing racing is way better. I couldn't find either one of you. I kept looking, and all I'd see was I'd peek over at his side of the screen, and he's firing shells at you, and you're firing shells at him, and you're like, ha-ha. Well, it's so weird because so we did this basically on a straight, right? Like we'd like pass each other like jousting, fire shells at each other, miss, go to the end of the track, turn around, and come back around again. Like, you know, we didn't Mm. didn't talk to each other saying that's what we're going to do. You can't talk to each other in the race, only in the lobby. Right. That's right. That's too. Um, <laughs> but but so that was actually really fun for a while. But you, the entire time you felt you felt like if only there was a curve for me to turn around more efficiently, yeah, or right? Or a button like, to do it. Yeah. I, I wish there was a button that just would flip your like car one power, like a real yeah. power slide. But yeah. you can get you, you can, can do, do it those, if you so. hold um, if you hold down power slide and you hold either gas or the breaker. No, if you hold yeah. the gas, you can spin the car around 180 you, yeah, degrees. Yeah, it's, it's like but a, it takes a while. It's like but, a Tokyo yeah. drift or whatever. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, but it was almost it almost feels like. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It is one hundred percent an afterthought. There's yeah. no no online version of that mode straight up. Mm-hmm. Only if you create a tournament can you set the rules to battle. Well, we gotta yeah. double check. Yeah. I, I want to double check yeah. it because I think I've seen it somewhere really? in one of the other menus. I gotta double check. In friends matches, it's not intuitive to find how to set it up. Maybe that's for what sure. it is. Yeah, um, but you also, can you can do online battle yeah. mode. You just go set up a tournament. Like we and we those know lobby that. chats, man. Let me tell you, once it, the race was voted on, like hurry up and get your last words. Yeah, I <laughs> know you have no time to <laughs> yeah. talk anything. Go. We're yeah. done here. <laughs> it takes race. a while. So it's it's when you're in a room with friends, right? Like, mm-hmm. we, we, are they releasing another component that makes it easier to see what your friends are up to and wh- whether you can join? Or do you um, literally have to go check every if person? You check your friends list. Any friend that is in a game or an open game, especially, it has a racing flag next okay. to it. And I don't know. One of the cool things about Mario Kart um, 3DS online was that you can jump on and just wait for a round and you just kind of like spectate mm-hmm. if you got into the room um, which means that they were like playing with like computer on or something I don't know if this game has that and we yeah. need to keep checking on that for sure um, but the the, but the the tourney thing is actually really well developed. The tourney right? thing is really yeah. cool. Yeah, you yeah. did. You set one up a quick welcome battle mode. Welcome. <laughs> welcome. Yeah. yeah. By the way, there is uh, there there the the non voice chat options where you pick a word from a list and the first one is welcome. So <laughs> every time he was in my room, I just flash welcome, you welcome, welcome. I should. I <laughs> was like, stop to, it, uh, not welcome. welcome. No. I was talking to a friend who doesn't even who I didn't even realize listens to the podcast and the podcast came up somehow and he just stops talking to me. He looks up because everyone looks up at me and he goes. Welcome! And I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> I cannot take this it's anymore. A, it's a thing now. Yeah, but no, you, you go into a tournament and you can say, um, start this tournament at 11 p.m. and it lasts till 11.30 and these are the rules and these are the items and mm-hmm. it's friends only or every, open to everyone. It's I mean, it's really powerful. And then, boom, it says, okay, the tournament is going to start. If you go into the tournament before it starts, it says, tournament hasn't started, you want to practice. And you go into whatever oh, nice. track yeah, is next, cool. you're driving around and when the tournament starts, you're automatically in it. Oh, that's really yeah, cool. It's yeah. just, like, they really did a nice job with it. We'll see, you know, how deep it is and how many people are are going to use it but the tools are definitely there for that and so that that to me is like Mario this Mario Kart just feels like an amazing package all around like yeah. it looks good it sounds good like once you start playing it just you'd never want to stop two player split screen 60 frames per second four player 30 makes a difference when you first see it right yeah. um, but it's it feels like a complete package except for Battle Mode I, like right. I think I I think I played 
15 hours this weekend. Yeah. Nice. And like, you know, I got it Friday and then all of a sudden it was Sunday night and I was like, yep. oh man, <laughs> do you, what happened? Do you realize how much you play when the gamepad keeps on running out of battery. Mine yeah. doesn't. Like, I keep on like bringing it back and then I, I <laughs> use I the... Turned on, if I ever use the gamepad, I use the I Pro would. Controller. What are, you, what are you playing with? I use the Pro Controller. Yeah. yeah. I got pro the controller? battery so mine isn't so like right. dying I just leave my yeah. gamepad yeah. over in the corner plugged into the yeah. wall. That's why he's not talking in voice chat. And have you tried the drift Oh, that's right. Yeah. you need your motion control. Believe it or not, it's not clear how to speak so I didn't even yeah, yeah for voice chat that, you need yeah. the gamepad with you yeah, and like if you want to use the radar yeah, in battle mode you use it too yeah. right. I did, never want to play battle mode again so I'm not too worried about oh. it yeah. oh. we did one round of it and we're like we're okay gonna, back to racing we gotta play online yeah. you're, 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 you're gonna get uh, I'm, I'm for waiting that, for please. I'm waiting for that that DLC which I never ever say it with there Nintendo must games. be but there I'm waiting for that moment where they're like here's the classic battle arena pack Twenty dollars, fifteen dollars, yeah. whatever it is. It's got six different things. Sure, give it to me. Great, give me big flat things with towers I can climb up and shoot my. Friends I'm worried with about it just because nowhere shells. built into the UI is there a place for it, and that didn't stop Pikmin Three. Someone will quickly <laughs> counter me with that, and I get it, and I'm with you, buddy. But um, I don't know, man. I just feel like they're in a position where they got to go from game to game, and like, do they have? I, f- folks I feel like you're a <clears throat> destroyer of dreams because I am. I mean, Mario Golf didn't it. have a place for. When, when I was playing it, I was like, "Where are they going to put these DLC characters?" No, I, and then I, bam, I, it pops below. I saw it in Toad's. Uh, what, what, what are they called? Toad's booth. There's a oh, section no, no, that no, says no, yes. downloadable content. Well, so no we shit, that's there. how I downloaded it. I'm aware well, that no, exists, but when we got the menu, I'm saying looking at the menu, you can't be like, "There's nowhere to go for this." Yeah, I don't know. I just I worry that they're not going to do it, and I that. Makes me sad a little so bit. So I do. I do want to mention one tiny, tiny, okay. almost insignificant, but must be mentioned little gripe about the game, and it's that when you finish a race, you're. Oh yeah. The uh, thing you want to do the most is hit the A button, go to the next race. <laughs> this game does not let you do that because the first thing at the top they is let you, you do replay. It. It's just a, it's the second option on so the I'm menu. So I was mashing through the buttons. I'm like, ah, oh, mother, I'm going to the next one right yeah. now, and I'm hit A, hit A, hit A. And you go to the highlight, and it instead. goes highlight reel. Well, more importantly, any. Usually, the first player is in control of everything, but after the race, anyone can hit A. Uh, And so, player three might just be going still, bum, 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 right? Like hitting the button, and boom, he goes into the replay. See, that's a problem. Luckily, though, there's no load time. It's very fast. You just hit A again, and you jump right into it. Then the default option is next race. So, it's it's not quite that bad, but I've triggered that 10 times at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think someone around the office was saying, like, how did they miss that in test? I don't think they missed it in test. I think they wanted you to. See those replays. Yeah. You use those replays, you really see the detail in that yeah, game. Yeah, and to it be fair, gorgeous. those replays are really funny sometimes, especially when there's like an incredible moment that you want to see. And you can you can do this thing where it's like, <laughs> and like go, scroll back, <laughs> scroll back and forth through footage. And it, there's yeah. just really hilarious moments seeing somebody like at the finish line getting hit in the head with a turtle. The slow shell. motion of like somebody no. going like, wahoo, yeah. yeah. And like, yeah, yeah. Really it good. is one of those like, it's one of those classic Nintendo games that really, really makes me laugh. Like it, there's really hilarious moments in that game. Especially Absolutely. Jose pointed out this one thing: when you're driving along and you hit the ho- the horn button, everybody hops out of their cars they and spin their head like, look. "Yo, what was that?" If you don't really have fun. an item, honk your horn, which is the item toss button, and everyone just goes <laughs> like they look over at you. It's a small it's detail that, like, you know, that was someone's job who said, "Hey, we should do that," yeah. and it's it really has, funny. It has a lot of small details like that. Yeah. When you do the slow 
slow motion, you actually see it, right? Like when when like Peach hits a ramp and flies into the the air, she screams like yeah. right? the the facial animation. Wario's is like, gut yeah. is jiggling the whole yeah. time. Yeah. He's just nasty looking yeah. on this on big hog. On yeah. the bike, it is so gross to watch oh, Wario race yeah. from behind. It's nasty. horrible. All right, well, what a great um, game. Really yep. quickly, why don't you name a favorite track and then we'll move on. So I'll start. My favorite track right now was kind of a draw, but I'm gonna settle on Sunshine Airport. I really love how that track looks. I love how it handles. I love how they have <clears throat> these jumbo jet planes that fly by while you're in the middle of a of switching between like surfaces and whatnot. It is fantastic. Okay. I love um, that. I got I got two. I mean, I really like one. I really like Bowser's Castle. But what was the one? What's the San Francisco one called? Oh, yeah, Toad yeah. Harbor. Huh? Toad, Toad Harbor. Toad Harbor. Totally I really like that one. Yeah. Yep. You know, because of the, the because yep. of the long jump, it has a cool shortcut at the right. end. It has that one decision where you're like, am I going to go through the area with all the you know the, the rooftops, yeah. or do I go up? Do I jump over the little piece of uh, water and go up like on the second level? Oh like, yeah, it has you're that talking decision. about the little boat like right at the and start then, after the and first. And then it has a whole wall of zero zero G stuff. Like that's probably my favorite yeah. one so far yeah, yeah. okay um, I got? actually like the the N64 Rainbow Road we were talking about before yep. especially because I spent t- so much time growing up playing on that course uh, yeah. it was such a great like long really long course and what they do this time around is right off the bat they immediately shoot you through these speed boosters mm-hmm. and you launch up and start flying through speed boosters which never happened in the original so uh, it's it's just really nice to revisit that in like a whole new way and okay. it looks gorgeous Greg what do you got I like DK Jungle yeah. Okay. Great soundtrack. Wow. It's really yeah. beautiful. It's pretty. Mm-hmm. Color pops. There's yeah. a lot of stuff going on on the track, like those okay. like totem guys walking and around. And the frogs. Yeah, the frogs. The frogs. And I'm always like, I'm not going to hit them. And then they hit me. I'm like, God damn it. Those, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I wanted to say Mount Wario because that, that it's lap beautiful. specifically, it's a rush. Yeah. Like it turns into a little Bond movie at one part, too, because yeah. you're like driving between the trees. You feel like that part in The Last Action Hero or right. something. Oh, yeah. That one's crazy. That one is cool. Yeah. It's really amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. They're those, like, those toads are the, the frogs are a perfect example. Like something. Sometimes you go and you're like, I see that freaking thing. And like <laughs> somehow you're petrified yeah. and you're going to hit it, right? Like yeah, you know yeah, you're yeah, going to yeah, hit yeah. it. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to hit it. And then. Yeah. 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 All right. So uh, so with that, let's take a quick break. And when we come back two, only two today. Sorry, folks. Questions for our, our question block segment. More when we return. And we're back. Welcome. Did you, Welcome. Did you have the rights to that song? No. Wow. Don't don't call huh. us out. Come on, man. You're drawing the lawyer attention. I'm trying to blurt this all out. Um, anyway, welcome back to the question block. So this is a bi-weekly segment on Nintendo Voice Chat where we read f- questions from the community. And we have four minutes to answer them. Um, oh this was also Yeah, so you gotta hurry up, make your argument, and keep it moving. Um, this was all inspired by the work of some great folks over at oneup.com. So, first question comes from Chris White. He says, first off, welcome. Welcome. (laughs) I love the podcast. Thanks for what you do. I've been a Nintendo fanboy my whole life and being uh, burnt by the Wii U. I have refused to purchase, excuse me, burnt by the Wii. I have refused to purchase a Wii U. However, two words, Mario Kart. 
The Nintendo blood is flowing through my veins again. I'm preparing to finally purchase a Wii U later this month. So my fear is, what does the future hold for this platform? Mm. Reading IGN today, which was May 7th, there is more talk about the money Nintendo keeps losing. I fear if I jump on board now, the platform may be dead in 12 months. With E3 around the corner, is there anything uh, Nintendo can do to save Wii U? Should I chalk up Wii U as an awkward teen year and just wait for the next platform? Go. God, that would be a huge mistake because you'd be missing out on Mario. You'd be missing out on probably the better version of Smash Brothers. And, you know, we'll see what gets announced at E3. But there hasn't, you know, there's got to be a Wii U Zelda game in the works. And, like, personally as a gamer, I could never not play one of those. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but but the, I guess the big question with that Zelda game is do you burn, there's a theory running around, do you burn that Wii U Zelda game on Wii U or do you just save it for your next system? No, I think they're going to burn it on Wii U. So I don't I don't think that the Wii U is worth the three hundred thirty dollars that they're charging for it in this Mario Kart bundle. But I see things pop up all the time where there's a great deal for a day or a two or a week on a Wii U. Maybe it's just it's just a core system or you know it's a it's refurbished or something like that. If you can get your hands on the system for a little bit cheaper than what a store is selling it for, I think it's absolutely worth jumping in for a couple hundred bucks and going back and playing the games that you missed and seeing the few that are coming. Is there a big, robust lineup coming up? Not really. It's kind of scary in that regard. So if you can get a deal on it, go for it. I don't think it's worth the $330 right now. But goddamn Mario Kart's good. I agree with Brian. I mean, they're only going to get cheaper is the yeah. thing. I don't think it's worth the money right now. I don't – and I don't – I mean, we talk about missing stuff. You couldn't do it without a Zelda. But, I mean, like, Zelda's not here yet. So no, I agree. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I just feel like I, – I mean, I would – if if – Money is tight, you know, obviously save your money and use it for something better. But, like, mm-hmm. if you've got the disposable income, like, I would not want to sit out this Mario Kart game. Yeah, I, w- yeah. I would want to play it right now. Smash either. If I hadn't bought the Wii U, and, and granted, I bought the Wii U when I probably didn't need it yet. Yeah, right? Like, yeah. Nintendo Land didn't really didn't really matter that much that I had to play it at that time. I'm happy I got it for, for the last Mario, for example. Mm-hmm. But... Um, but Mario Kart is just so good. Like, if yeah. you have friends, that is the kind of party game experience that's just hard to find on the other consoles. Yeah, you know? I, I, think, yeah. I think another way to approach this question, too, and unfortunately we don't have Chris to answer this for us, but I think it really depends on how often do you need a new game. It also matters how often do you have friends over and what are, what does your gameplay time look like. If you're looking for a new game every month and you need to constantly have that drip of software, this may not be the place for you and you should wait and yeah. move on and wait until it's cheaper. But... If you're the type of person who you want to be there day one with Mario Kart to be able to race online, because we all have seen it before where the skill barrier for a lot of these games starts on day one and then it just grows upwards from there. And yep. if you try to jump in later, even though Mario Kart's accessible, you might also get your, you know, you, you get may get kicked in for a, long yeah, time for a very long time. I, th- I think when it's all so said, ask yourself that and answer those questions before you really decide, but try and get a deal on it if you can. And the 331, I think, is okay. Yeah. When yeah. it's all said and done, I'll, I've, I've put a couple hundred hours into my Wii or my Wii U. Um, and if I look at that, you know, a dollar an hour, then I guess I'm doing all right so far. So yeah. there's worse places to spend my money, especially in and they, they're San always Francisco. they're always cool little experiences. Like you could get Child of Light on the Wii U, sure. right? Yeah, like if you right. if you don't have the other platforms, like yep. you can play it on that and get your money's worth. But you can also do Super Metroid. You can get Super Metroid play played on the gamepad while your girlfriend watches TV, yeah, right? Totally. Like there are all these cool retro applications, NES remakes, like yep. There really isn't another console where you can get that type of experience. So yep. for me, it's absolutely worth and it. And the quality, like we said earlier, the quality bar on Nintendo software is still really high. Yep. I mean, just need you're more. getting really good games. And as long as you're not sitting there saying you need the, this game all the time, because right now you're not going to get that. And hopefully E3 will change that. But right now we don't know. Yeah. 
but that's the honest it, reality. If you stack it up to the other platforms, like I would, I would never, I would say you you need to own a PS4 before you own a Wii U. Like as a as a gamer who does a lot of playing, like looking at the competing platforms, mm -hmm. just as a well-rounded experience, I think you know if you don't have one yet, I would go for the PS4 first. Yeah. It's one yeah. of those things, right, where the Wii U's shortcomings become more glaring in the fact that, oh, there's not that many games for, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of people argue there's not that many games for Xbox One or PlayStation yeah. 4, right? Yeah, it's yeah just the crowd is real so right much now. More. They yeah. do sure. so much different things that it makes yep. it bigger. Oh, sorry. Yep. oh my God. That's, that's time. Yeah. Did you have Good. a license to that right. song? Uh, <laughs> I'm going to edit out everything Greg says if it's Welcome to yeah. court. <laughs> <laughs> Next question comes from Sean McHugh. Uh, hi, NVC. As a married man with a one-year-old listening to your show, uh, he loves it. I'm just going to skip ahead. Sorry. Sorry about Sean. the swearing from the boys today. Yeah, really yeah. sorry. Hide the kid. Uh, it's too Hide late. the wives. His first word is not <laughs> going to be mama. <laughs> it's going to be welcome. Thanks, Altano. Hey. All right. Uh, let's see. Okay, real quick. As a digital download, uh, this might be a tough question for us to answer, but we're going to try it anyway. As a digital download uh, becomes ever prevalent in a lot of ways that we basically consume games, um, just because of like your iPhone and other devices you have, right? Where you basically just download it to the device itself. What hard drive do you recommend for Wii U? Because I guess he's running out of space. Uh, mm -hmm. I've already filled up the 32 gigabytes that it came with and need to upgrade before Mario Kart 8. Uh, P.S. I wish Nintendo would have gone the route of Sony and allowed me to put in an upgraded internal hard drive, much cleaner setup. Um, okay, so we're... What are you using? I don't, I don't actually use an external yeah. hard drive yet. I know Brian and I do I use have, it. I have a 500 gigabyte external hard drive. Who, do you remember who makes yours? Cause no. I, uh, so I had a nightmare with uh, external hard drives this year, specifically. The which, Wii U approved ones? Well, no, I bought a Wii U approved one, and I need to remember the maker, the name of the maker. And if I don't, I'll put, at least put it somewhere in the show notes. But I bought an external hard drive because I bought a white Wii U. I didn't buy a 32 gigabyte one because 32 gigs still didn't feel like enough space to me. And I was like, okay, this is a problem that I'm going to have to solve eventually. Right. Why not solve it now? Um, so then I bought uh, a hard drive for it, and I've been downloading games on it for a couple of months. Yeah. My data got corrupted, yeah. and I lost 35 hours of Zelda. Jeez. Oh, no. 12 hours of Pikmin. Not 12 hours, like eight hours of Pikmin. And this kept happening. I kept reforming, reformatting the drive, Damn. plugging it back in, thinking this would be the time. Oh, I washed out every one and zero of this thing. It'll be okay. And it would happen again. So right now, I am using a Western digital hard drive. Um, I I'm think that's what I have. Yeah, and I am not regretting a single thing about it. So I think working. it's by USB 3.0. Yeah. Um, I would look into those. I bought an alternative, and I'm, again, I apologize for not preparing for this and having uh, a name for you, but I went through an absolute nightmare with that. And if you're a listener who that's happened to you too, please put that out there. And this happens with hard drives. Apparently, it's been brought to my attention yep. all the time where yeah. you can get a defective drive that sure. just Were you will moving not yours around a lot? I don't remember. I don't believe so. Okay. I I have. I'm very conscious of electronics. I, I got mine. It was a Western them. Digital. I think it was fifty dollars yeah. for five hundred gigs. I hooked it up to my my Wii U and left it there, and it hasn't moved. And for example, Mario Kart is under five gigs, so there's that many Mario Karts can fit on that system. And good, spoilers, good math, we're good not math. getting that many games like yeah. that. I mean, we're gonna probably have twenty games of that size yeah. that are, you know. The the rest are like NES Remix is like it's the size of megabytes. Isn't yeah, it? yeah, it's like a couple of JPEGs. I have I have the worst luck with external hard drives. Really? I, I, I'm a mem I'm a storage hog, right? Mm -hmm. I do digital video editing for my home videos and stuff, um, and. Uh, I have burnt through so many hard drives. Like, they just keep on breaking. And I back them all up, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but 
every time. So I just got yeah. a new lassie. Le boy is lassie for um for my. Say Mac. I like the French. Yeah, I like yeah. Lassie, uh, A three terabyte hard drive, which of course wouldn't work on the Wii U, so I can't yeah. hook that one up. But yeah. we do have a wiki for this. So if you just yeah, you if you just Google IGN Wii U wiki, there's a whole section on hard drives um with the ones that Nintendo recommends. Not endorses, but says these will work. Yeah, and I actually have the list in front of me, so I'll read them out. Yep. So first of all, I currently own a Western Digital MyBook, which go. I bought, yep. um, I think, at Best Buy or off of Amazon. The one I bought before that, that backfired on me, and I cursed very much and very loudly, was uh, the Seagate Backup Plus. Yep, my Seagate broke, too. I bought too. one of those. It broke on me. I went through a nightmare. I kept thinking it was okay and putting it back on, and the data would get corrupted again. I restarted We Fit You like four times trying to keep up with Greg and Team Fat at the time. <laughs> and for nothing, yeah. because it's all gone. Can you not store the game save on the internal and then maybe the game I think you can. data? I, yeah. I think it keeps it all together. Yeah, but really? I think you can move some of that stuff. It's tricky, and it shouldn't be this tricky. Because that would protect you from that, drive. you know? Yeah, and the problem, too, being that the internal hard drive of a Wii U is flash memory. It is not mm-hmm. a hard drive that you can take the system apart and swap it like you can on a PS3 mm-hmm. or a PS4. Mm-hmm. So that being what it is. All right, we have 30 seconds left yeah, on Yeah, this one. is just where we are now, and it's kind of a bummer because like, I'm, I'm noticing my, my PS4 is getting eaten up pretty quickly, too. My Xbox One, not so much, but um, I, I haven't put in a new drive on that thing yet, but I guess I have to soon. Like, it's just all digital. I'm actually yeah. playing. Yeah. I'm I actually. As soon as I got it. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm actually playing like storage game between my three consoles where I didn't buy Child of Light on Wii U because I'm like, oh, that's the I don't have enough data yeah, yeah, storage yeah, yeah. available, so I bought that one on PS uh, on on Xbox One, I think. So mm-hmm. I'm just spreading it around. My PS4 is filling up way faster than my Xbox One. Yep. Simply because I buy all my multi-platform games on on the PS4, but mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll we'll see. Okay. I'm gonna have to add on. You gotta clean the fridge. Yeah. Sorry yeah, about toss <clears throat> stuff up, but like I always feel bad deleting something. I do too. You know, even know. though I'm like, well, I'm not gonna Maybe play. Maybe one day yeah. I want to want to go back. I know. And yeah. It. I'm just glad they're not on my show anymore. Well, the problem with digital too is like right now I'm considering putting away my Xbox 360, and we're going a little over, but whatever. No, no. But when I think about putting it away, I'm like, you know how many games are digital that are on that yeah. thing that are not on a shelf that yeah. I'm never gonna play because I did that. But I mean, I'm not gonna do that if I put it away anyway. But you forget that sometimes. I forgot I have like seven. 70 downloadable games on my 360 yeah. Yeah. that I've built over time. Yeah. Yeah. So you don't have a second TV where you can hook it up? Like the kitchen TV or something? No. Maybe, actually. There is I've a not heard game. anybody say, I want to get a CRT <laughs> in 10 years. I want to get a CRT, years. Years. Really cheap right now. Get a CRT for, uh, for old consoles. Where were you when I had mine picked up? My 500-pound CRT. That's why I didn't want it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You live in a major city, man. Just walk outside, look on the street. There's yep. CRTs, yeah, everywhere. CRTs yeah. everywhere. CRTs everywhere. All right. Uh, okay, last question. Uh, comes from Charles Walt- Walton. Excuse me. And he says, Dear MVC, do you guys think there will be an Animal Crossing for Wii U? Would you ever want an Animal Crossing for Wii U even? I would. I remember playing it for the first time on GameCube, and it took me by surprise. I don't like games like that, but I thought it was addictive and fun. Uh, That's the only version of the game I've ever played. I know some people would argue against it being on Wii U. They say it belongs on handheld because of convenience and portability, and I get that, but I don't own a 3DS. I thought about getting a 2DS just for Animal Crossing, but I really wondered what you guys thought, essentially. So, go. Buy a 3DS. Well, do you think Animal Crossing is coming to Wii U, first of all? Yes. You have said this for a while. Now, why do you believe that? Because Nintendo doesn't waste any man hours creating anything that they don't have to, and they created an app for the Wii U where all the animal characters come out and do nothing. Talent Studio. Yeah, <laughs> stupid. No, it was a stupid app, right? Yeah. Um, but they created <laughs> all the they created all the Wii U models for mm-hmm. all the characters, and it looked great. And like, I tell you, as a developer who worked on that, who like looked at the nice setup with the tree and everything, probably said, "Oh man, we got to do this. We got to yeah. do this on Wii U." Yeah. It's like they they 
I'm sure they are as excited about it as we are to see it uh, on that they, platform. They, and they have that big folder of the same old furniture pieces and hats and clothes. They've been trotting out since the N64 DD. Every two years, another Animal Crossing with all the same stuff. And every time it's like, I'm like, I'm not doing this again. And I get it. And I'm like, I got the modern furniture set. I'm so happy. It's this cycle. It happens every time. And I got burnt out by Animal Crossing 3DS because I played like 200 hours in a month. And I'm like, I'm done with it. And if you announce it was coming to Wii U, I would buy it on day one and do it all over it, again. And it's such a – development-wise, you can be so efficient, right? Like you you basically focus on the core systems and like whatever island or tunnel or cave add-on you want to put in this version. But then all the furniture and collectibles can be done by a, a company in a different country, right? Like yeah. you just order really a house and say, max poly count, make me benches, make me clocks, whatever, yeah. right? Like, And it's such efficient development. Yeah. That game, there's it's just an absolute no-brainer to make for Wii U. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you can do it in in very little time compared to like a Mario or Mario Kart, right? Which they take so much playtesting. They're action based games. They're multiplayer games. Like just the tracks, you know, to get them right takes so long. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I want an Animal Crossing on Wii U, but I definitely think that doesn't one sound of the like problems, it. You sound no, bored no, with I, it. I sound a little <laughs> a little down on it. Well, because I I do struggle with the idea of starting over. I have a hundred and twenty plus hours into Animal Crossing 3DS, and it always it excites me the prospect of yeah this would be look really good and it would be really cool but there are certain advantages to the portable platform that I have to admit like really suit Animal Crossing like Street Pass was yeah. one of the best things for Animal Crossing right the idea of that game is all about keeping up with the Joneses, right? You look mm-hmm. at, I look at Brian's house, and I'm like, I want a studio in my bedroom. How do I do this? <laughs> well, I'll tell you how. There's a catalog, and I can order. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to order those lights. I'm going to order that camera. The problem, I'm order the this problem stuff. is though, when you want money in those games, like as much as I get excited for those games, most of what I'm doing most of the time. Shaking trees, yep. collecting yep, fruits, yep, yep, and yep. bringing them to a stupid llama that Catch works at a house. They, Catching bugs. Yeah, I mean, but late like, at night. It'd be it'd be great if they introduced some some mini games that are actually fun to play, yeah, right? Like yeah. rather than chores. Yeah, they touched um, on it in the last one a little bit. There were like these the f- like the island mini games. Yeah, the stuff. island stuff yeah. was more fun, right? Like yeah. chasing things. But I, I think you know, Street Pass definitely is a cool element, and you wouldn't have that with a Wii U version. But you could do train travel where the train actually becomes a location where you get in and there's like 20 other players from sure. around the world. Maybe mm-hmm. you can't voice chat with them, but you're like, hey, here, have a yeah. table. Or, or a you better know, like, shared yeah. marketplace. Yeah. That's yeah. what people do on trains. Hey, yeah. Yeah. hey, 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 hey you want a CRT? <laughs> hey, you want a <laughs> Welcome! Wait, what, train, what train are you traveling on? Hobo train. Oh, Muni. <laughs> okay, I see how it is. Alright, well, uh, I guess that's it then because um, yeah. there's nothing really left on that question. So thank you very much for listening to Nintendo Voice Chat. Uh, we're a weekly podcast that tries to post every Thursday and Eight out of ten times, we do hit a mark. IGN also has another family of podcasts, essentially. Greg runs Podcast Beyond, an excellent PlayStation podcast. We also have... I've heard of it. Uh, We also have Podcast Unlocked, uh, run by Ryan McCaffrey, and he has a great crew. Um, And we have articles, features, videos right here at IGN.com. So please make sure you check us out and check out our great content. Also, if you're listening to this and you love writing iTunes reviews, guess what? (laughs) You can write a review for us. Go to iTunes and let us know what you think of the show or write in to nvc at IGN.com and let us know that way. Give us feedback, send us questions. We always read these emails and love hearing from you. 
So with that, uh, that's big, our show this week. Yeah, big shout out to Ego Taku for yes, his great artwork, yes. right? Like if you're watching the video version, the wall. we got uh, we got Samus artwork painted yeah. on like a see-through pane. So mm-hmm. thank you very much. Really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so to my right, Per Schneider, and you can find him at on per, Twitter at Per IGN. You can find Brian Altano at Agent Bizzle. You can find Greg Miller at Game Over Greggy. And you can find myself, Jose underscore Otero, on Twitter. Thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next week. there this is justin bartha i made a funny new podcast king of the egg cream it has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like lewis black i'm torn by my feelings for two women bobby cannavale you can eat it or if someone hits you you can put it on your cut melanie linsky i wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet jason ritter i can break things and pick locks and kill people michael stuhlbarg the whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better ari grainer no don't whet its appetite what are you an idiot me justin bartha that's not just any egg cream that's a lemke's special and all narrated by the hilarious richard kind this is the story of harry dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.